Alright, so on round two, because my recording system crashed on me, we're just going to run through, make a 55-man roster, 10-man practice squad, and um, kind of just choose who we think the starters are going to be. And luckily for you guys on this round, you won't have to hear me stutter through the um, rosters because I was writing it as I went, but for some reason this computer does not want to be helpful today. So we'll rerun through this quickly. So um, for quarterbacks, I got Fitz, Tua, and Josh Rosen. Um, and obviously I think Josh Rosen is probably the, up there for a trade candidate. I don't, I don't think they'll cut him. Because he's kind of like a pretty big asset, being that he was the 10th overall pick two years ago. I think eventually somebody will get desperate enough to throw a fifth-round pick or something to us for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he, he's definitely not going to get cut, but I don't think he'll make the active roster. Um, so I, I could see him getting traded. Or maybe they surprise everyone and keep three quarterbacks, which doesn't – a lot of teams don't do that as often this year, uh, unless you're the Saints and Taysom Hill plays fullback, halfback, tight end, and wide receiver for you. So you're going to want another quarterback just in case he gets hurt too. Who but did, I, who I did Adam Gase keep that year? Jay Cutler, David Fowles. Uh, and uh, Osweiler. Osweiler. And then we had somebody on the practice squad too. So he's like the only yeah. one that does that, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, running back is it kind of got clear to us that Howard and Breeder are going to be the one-two punch. Um, Laird mm-hmm. and Gaskin are the the other two, and then you got Malcolm Perry, who's really kind of like a, you know, a, you know, jack all trades running back wide yeah, receiver. Like, yeah, Plays he's a little a quarterback guy. But he's listed, guy, which... listed as a running back, which is weird because he went through his whole off season. Um, as a wide receiver, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's. Uh, I mean, I have him here as a running back making the team, and five running backs is max. You know, a lot of teams keep four on their active roster. So, but I think because he could play wide receiver as well, <clears throat> um, and they'll probably do a little packages with him or something. So I have him making the roster just because of his versatility, yeah. along with Chandler Cox too at fullback who could also play tight end. Um, so really you got six backs, but two of them could play multiple positions, which is the reason why I think they make it onto this roster. And I think a channel Cox played special teams last year and Malcolm Perry, I think it could be a huge special teams addition as well. So I, I could see those two make the team as <clears throat> backs and uh, flex guys. I always think offense. it's interesting. I always think it's interesting when teams will draft a player and for example, like there'll be a, defensive player or like Malcolm Perry for example he was a wide receiver he lists himself as a wide receiver when Miami drafted him they drafted him as a running back it must have something to do with like money or like roster availability or something weird because they sometimes players will get drafted as a different position than what they actually are like they like um Denard Robinson do you remember him from Michigan the quarterback and then yeah. the Jaguars drafted him as a running back. Yeah. Which well, is, he played running back in the NFL too. That's what I'm saying. Like he actually played for a while, but he was a quarterback in the in for Michigan. He was really good too. Um, but Miami did sign um somebody in undrafted free agency that is actually converting to a tight end. I'm trying to figure out what his name is while I'm going through this. Um, um, 
Was it one? It wasn't one of the receivers. No, he's a defensive end. Really? Yeah. That is news to me. Yeah, they they signed a a UDFA that is um, gonna switch to tight end. I'm pretty. What college did he go to? Uh, um, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. It's not that Redner. Uh, oh, right, right here. Yeah, Bryce Sturk. An All-American all DN for Montana State is signing with the Dolphins as a tight end. He hasn't played tight end since he played in high school in Washington State. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That is very interesting. That can um, be exciting. <laughs> I just don't know where they come up with this information from. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I know. But, anyways, uh. moving on. Uh, Chandler Cox definitely making the team. Tight end, mm-hmm. Mike Kosicki, Durham Smythe, and that Marriott that they signed um, before free yeah. agency started. Mm-hmm. Um. Wide receivers is going to look exactly the same as it did last year with Parker, Williams, Hearns, Wilson, Grant, and Ford. Mm -hmm. Um, The only one I could see really going any other way would be Isaiah Ford or Albert Wilson if they caught him. Maybe you'll see a guy like Gary Jennings make the team or Mac Hollins. He was a fourth-round pick. Mac Hollins was was actually – I don't know what, what round Philadelphia picked him in, but I'm surprised they didn't keep him. Honestly, they their yeah. quarterback or their wide receiver room sucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think those the top six that we named are right now the safest bets at wide receiver that we'll keep. Um, maybe even Ricardo Lewis slips in there, but I don't know right now. Got to see how training camp goes. You never know what can happen. Never know who's gonna get hurt. Right, who's gonna break out? Because last year, um, I mean, Preston Williams undrafted free agent, and he balled out all preseason. So Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Loved watching him play in the preseason. I know. That was like the first preseason in my life I actually got to watch all four games. Yeah. And it was mainly because of Josh Rosen. I really just wanted to see what he had. Mm-hmm. Um, tackles, Austin Jackson, Jesse Davis, Hopefully Robert Hunt and mm-hmm. Julian Davenport is a backup swing tackle. Yeah, and then yeah, and then you know the guards with Davis possibly playing guard as well as tackle, um, and then Flowers and Solomon Kinley, and then Dieter as like a, a, a backup guard slash center backing up Ted Karras. Uh, but I can also see Keith Sutherland staying on this roster too to play guard or backup center the as nice well. Th- the nice thing is even if you threw if you threw Keaton Sutherland in there, you got one, two two people that are hundred percent tackles. Mm-hmm. And then you got Hunt, Davis, Flowers, Kinley, Dieter, and Ted Karras that could play anywhere else on the offensive line. Let's just yeah. let's not say they'll play center, but they could play anywhere. They could play guard um, Dieter played some tackle last year. Hunt could play tackle. J- Jesse, Dav- Jesse Davis, they could play either. All of them can. 
You know what right. I mean? So, so that's a nice thing about, you know, versatility we have on the offensive mm-hmm. line. Yeah, for sure. And that's why, like, <clears throat> I only have nine offensive line offensive linemen making the active roster because of the guys you have like Dieter and Javis, uh, Davis and Sutherland and Davenport who could all back up in multiple positions and even start at guard if Hunt starts at tackle, which yeah. I hope Hunt starts at tackle instead of guard starting out the year because I think he'll play tackle long term so I'd like to see him just get right into tackle That's what I'm saying, uh, let, let him go out there and get beat up on Fitz's number, not on Tua, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I think I think they should go. They should go. Austin Jackson, Eric Flowers, Ted Karras, um, Jesse Davis, and um, Robert Hunt, and then yeah. get Kinley in there at the end of the year, wherever if yeah. like, injuries happen or whatever. Because if you got Jesse Davis and Ted Karras holding down, you know, on the inside, you can always chip or the running back if he's getting beat on that right side. So. Yeah, keep a tight end because Smythe's solid at blocking too. So. Yeah, and they could even run those over over um un- those unbalanced where Julian Davenport comes in and plays, you know, double tackle on that right side. So. Right. So they'll they'll yeah. do what they can to protect Tua, but you know mm-hmm. I think with actually being able to get a running game going, the quarterback is not going to have to do what he had to do last year because that's no. what happens is they don't respect the running game. All they're doing is just pinning their ears back and rushing the quarterback and, and just trying to blow his head off his shoulders. Right. But it was fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't do it again, <laughs> but it was fun to watch. Um, <clears throat> it was fun to watch what Fitzpatrick was doing last year. Yeah. I liked watching Fitzpatrick at the end of the year, see him going. Yeah, because I saw him in Buffalo and I saw him at MetLife. So, but that was a boring game. They just kicked seven field goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, for defensive ends, um, Shaq Lawson, Emmanuel Agba, Strobridge, Weaver, and Zach mm-hmm. Steeler. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Harris, Kyle Vannoy, Vince Beagle, and Andrew Van Ginkle for kind of like that edge-ish style. Edge outside linebacker type guys. Yeah. Um, but again, same thing with Lawson, Agba, Strobridge, Weaver. I mean, Weaver could do both. Strobridge is probably your one actual D end with Zach Sealer, who kind of could play inside too. So it's a little confusing, but that's what they want in this defense. They want people to literally be able to play whatever position they need them to. Right. Um, and I, you definitely have that though with a bunch of these guys: Agba, Lawson, uh, Chris, Curtis Weaver, and Kyle Van Noy. Uh, Beagle and Van Greco could play outside in a, uh, a seven and stand up, or some of them could come down and play in a five and put their hand in the dirt too. Right. And ru- rush from everywhere. Because you could put somebody outside of, for example, you could put somebody outside of Vince Beagle. You know what I mean? Standing mm-hmm. up. You could have him with his hand in the dirt and Van Geeko on the outside of him standing up. So, like like I said, all these guys bar besides like maybe Strobridge and Trent Harris would be my two really D end only style guys. Everybody else could move anywhere on the D line, honestly. 
Right. I and mean, you're not gonna see you're not gonna see Shaq Lawson play nose tackle, but you know no. I mean, you can, he'll put his <laughs> he'll do both. He'll stand up. He'll put his hand in the dirt. He'll blitz up. You know the you know he'll blitz up the middle in that amoeba package on third and twenty. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got God Sean Wilkins. Um, Benito Jones and Raquan Davis at D tackle slash nose tackles. Yeah, that's what I have uh, as well. Really, those three <clears throat> bigger body guys in Wilkins, Godshaw, and Davis, I think will lock it up in the middle of the defense. And if you could get another undrafted free agent, I mean, they picked up two or three big names in undrafted free agency. If they could get three of those guys on the active roster again, that is just insane. You really just don't hear that. And we got spoiled last mm-hmm. year with Nick Needham and Preston Williams, and that's why Dolphins fans are so, you know, like, like so in tune with the undrafted free agents because I think previous to that it was kind of just like a whatever type deal. Right. Like now it's becoming such a popular thing to be an undrafted free agent. Like, it really is. It's becoming exciting to watch because these are guys, you know, obviously they don't get drafted, so it's like, oh, they're, you know, whatever. They're they're just there to training camp and fill holes. But when one of them breaks out or two of them breaks out, it's really exciting to watch just to see these guys because, like, no one wanted them in the draft. They didn't get drafted, and then they just come out and ball out like Nick Needham and Preston Williams did. It's, I, I find undrafted free agents some of the most exciting guys on a football field because they're playing for everything. They're not guaranteed a spot. Yeah, what are they getting? Picks. What they get, like a fifty to $100,000 signing bonus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These other guys are playing for $23 million. Right. Um, linebackers, I got... Baker McMillan, Landon Roberts, and um, Gruger Hill. Yeah. For like a middle linebacker, weak side linebacker. Yeah, those four <clears throat> I um, think will be the solid ones. And then give or take Sam McGuavin, depending on a lot, honestly. Um, yeah. Howard, Byron Jones, Igbenogni, and Nick Needham. Um, and then sprinkle in Jamal Davis slash Jamal Perry um, for his depth slash um, special teams abilities. Jamal Wiltz, is that what his name used to be? Jamal Wiltz, and now it's Jamal Perry. I think so. It was Jamal Wiltz, and now it's, I can't I can't keep up with this dude. <laughs> Either way, um, and then safeties Eric Rowe. Um, Brandon Jones, Clayton Fedulum, and then either Adrian Colbert or Bobby McCann, I would say, would be the other two. Or, you know, one of the two. And then Hawk, Sanders, and Ferguson would finish up the 55-man roster. Yeah. Um, Practice squad, I got Shaq Calhoun, Tay Hayes, Adrian Colbert, Gary Jennings, Matt Collins, um, Jake Rudock, uh, the Nito Brazilian kid, um, Calvin Munson. And then now that I'm going back to these undrafted free agents, there's two wide receivers I just wanted to cover really quick. Um, Matt Cole from McKendree University. He had 43 catches, 939 yards, and 12 touchdowns last year. Um he was a Division Two player, and he, I guess he had like 10-plus offers, and he decided to come to Miami. 
and then Kirk Merritt, who is like um, Preston Williams' clone. He's a big outside receiver. He had 158 receptions, 1,927 yards, and 19 touchdowns in his career at Arkansas State. Um, he's got some legal issues and some like other off-the-field stuff that kept him from getting drafted, but I saw that he was like a fourth round, third or fourth round uh, projection minus those issues. So two names to keep your eye on as far as um, practice squad goes. Yeah, and if they don't make the active roster, I think they'll be on the practice squad for sure. Um, maybe get in there too, depending on how they do with those two guys. Um, especially behind the Williams and Parker and who else we have, um, as in Hearns and Wilson, Ford, Grant. I think it could it could be up in the air. I think right now those four guys that I just named are the safe bet, but there's always room for some of these guys to come in and make a play and, and take some spots, especially with Wilson's contract. If one of them plays just as good or even a little worse than Wilson, I could see them cutting Wilson and keeping one of those guys. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think Wilson's getting overpaid. I think Jakeem Grant, the only reason he's going to stay is because the way they structured his contract – um, they structured it so basically this year they have an out in his contract after this year. So if he does not, like, ball out this year, and they probably won't have him returning kicks, do not be surprised. They have, like, five other players on this team that have special team ability um, returning kicks. So don't be surprised if you don't see him returning kicks or punts because that's what got Preston Williams hurt last year because he couldn't hold on to the ball, and he was averaging about four yards return. If he does not ball out this year, he's going to be gone. You'll never see him in a Dolphins jersey again. I promise you that. Um, <laughs> he bothers me for some reason. I like Jakeem Grant. Like he he's like electric, but yeah, uh, like like being that I've heard that he runs the wrong route often, and that's why he barely plays receiver. And besides kick returns, punt returns, and that one time he dimed. Um, what is that safety from? New England. Uh, I, I want to say Jeremy Chin because I've talked about it. So, Chung, Patrick Chung, he dimed yeah. him in the corner of the end zone. Like, that's all he really has going for him. Oh, that, that touchdown in Kansas City when he ran over that dude. Remember that? At the oh, end of yeah. the year, he ran that dude over and brought it like 80 yards to the end zone. Yeah. But, he, he's like, he has the potential to be that guy that's like a big play type guy with his speed and because he's smaller he's so shifty um and agile but like Tyree he Hill. just doesn't yeah he, i mean he, exactly he, he has the potential to be a big play guy and come in every once in a while and make those big plays and ignite the offense he just has gotta and, do and, his homework and stay consistent and hang out of the ball and honestly like they had it going for a little bit there with wilson and and jakeem grant with Adam Gase, but, like, I just don't see why he can't get some handoffs out of the backfield, some reverses, some screen passes, some go routes, some... Just get him in open field and open space and let him make a play. Just do something, something different, you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's just so much they could do, and I just don't... I will never understand where the... where the issue is. There's an issue somewhere. I, I don't know where it is. Yeah. I, I don't understand either because it seems like 
we look at it and it's like, why isn't he getting the ball more? Why isn't he getting plays? Why isn't he returning more? But there's something going on. He's just he's not doing something right. Yeah. He's not just... It sucks. I mean, it's kind of a wasted talent, but that yeah, draft was weird anyways. Pick. He moved up. They moved up for Leonte Carew, and he's not even in the league anymore. So. Yeah. But I th- I'm excited about the defense more th- more than the offense. Honestly, even though the offense could be, you know, a 24 point a game offense, I think I'm just so excited about the defense because if you look through this defense, literally everybody can play everywhere. It's amazing. Oh yeah. And then you got two shutdown corners and a a first round pick nickel corner. Like that's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what this defense does because there's, I mean, yeah, we're we're technically a base three four. I mean, that's kind of loose in the NFL nowadays because there's so many dime packages, nickel packages, and these hybrid packages, and a lot of these guys can just do multiple things like Shaq Lawson, Kyle Van Noy. Um, those two really stick out to me because they could play on the outside and rush a passer. <clears throat> um, Shaq Lawson could play in a five or a seven. Kyle Van Noy could play a five or seven. He could line up in the middle at middle linebacker and cover well. Um, so it's just there's so many different things you could do. And Beagle and Van Gr- uh, Ginkle can come in in packages and rush from the outside. And you got solid guys in the middle with Jerome and Raekwon. And then the DBs just you can go on and on with all they can do. And <clears throat> play in the play in the slot play play nickel corner cover in the slot play safety cover tight ends um lock down the outside with brandon uh byron jones and xavier howard so that kind of opens up the rest of the field for everyone because you don't really you don't need to emphasize the safety help you can put an extra guy in the box or play more man-to-man and just shut guys down yeah no it is especially like what you said with byron jones and xavier howard that's just going to open up the it's going to open up the defense so much. Mm-hmm. So. And the way Eric Rowe covered tight ends last year, too. Um, if you can get Eric Rowe to cover a tight end and uh, Howard and Jones to lock up the outside, that just frees up guys to just run and blitz the quarterback, rush the passer, and put like a guy like Brandon Jones, who I think could be a solid guy playing in the box and a versatile guy. And Noah uh, in the slot, T plays as good as i'm hoping to like you really got three guys four guys across the board that'll lock up for the offensive weapons right and and, you know the veteran presence there and you know what i mean i heard something today that they got howard's big part of his contract out of the way they got byron jones big contract right now and by the time they're out of the big part of his contract they they'll have to pay you know noah igbenogny and it's going to work out perfectly Mm-hmm. So over, yeah, overall, yeah. it's exciting. I think Fitz will be the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, Jordan sure. Howard and Brita will split. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandler Cox is obviously just this, you know, he's the starting um, fullback. We'll see how they use that this year, which I think should be important. Gasicki, um, Preston Williams, we'll see if he's hurt, but he probably won't start at the beginning of the year. So we'll probably have some combination of Parker, Wilson, and – Hearns, um, the offensive line's probably not how I want it to be, but it's probably going to go Jackson, Austin Jackson, Eric Flowers, Ted Karras, um, Robert Hunt, and Jesse Davis, left or right. 
Um, in the defense, they're going to be all over the place. I'm not even going to take a shot at trying to predict how they're going to start the year. Yeah. <laughs> I really think – I mean, Kyle Van Noy is going to start. Emmanuel – I mean, uh, Shaq Lawson is probably going to start. Godshaw and mm-hmm. Wilkins are going to start. Um, Baker, McMillan are going to start. Howard and Byron Jones are going to start. Eric Rowe and um, probably whoever the other – either Byron or Bobby McCain or Brandon Jones are going to – or Adrian yeah. Colbert, one of the three. I think I, – I, I think the big – safety thing i think the big two it's between brandon jones and bobby mccain i think it depends on it also depends on how the rest of the team is because mccain can cover really well but byron or brandon jones can play in uh in the box and come down and be a big guy down there so i think it's between them and i I, the interesting thing too is maybe they keep both of them and get rid of colbert and put mccain in for coverage and brandon jones for run support switch them in have them kind of split at safety exactly which so, i think might you know now that i say it sounds really good to me but <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i'm saying I, I'm, it's so there's just so much they could do and it's it's exciting so mm-hmm. um but you know i i think that the they have some some stuff that could go either way and i think they're they're gonna have to see how the season goes as far as um is Tua going to play it all this year, which who knows? <laughs> I don't even. I mean, a, a, a hot take, if you will. Maybe Tua doesn't – maybe Tua's on the uh, unable to play list all year and they keep Rosen as the backup. Yeah, maybe they have Rosen play the whole year so they can suck again and get a high draft pick. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Two things I just wanted to cover really quick before we end this. I got some questions on Twitter, so we can kind of just both throw our two cents in there. Um, to a season at Hold the Gate um, asked me, do you see us making other, any other trades this year? Um, no, I do not. I think that um, this team isn't going to be a big trade team the only thing i could see maybe happening nobody's going to trade for albert wilson i'll get that idea out of anybody's head right now because he's getting paid too much and he's coming off a big injury um the only player that i see on this team that is even in consideration it's probably never going to happen but the only team i could ever see or the only player i could ever see getting traded off this team is xavier howard Uh, i doubt it i don't see it happening but I'm just thinking that would be the only player that could, you know, ever be available for trade based on how his contract's set up and and who he is as a player. Um, I don't see that. I don't think there's any players out there or any needs on this team right now that they would go trade for. Josh Rosen might be a good trade candidate to get him out of there for a draft a draft pick next year, fifth or sixth round. Um, but I don't see where they need to go trade for somebody. I think that they they do well enough on the waivers. They do well enough developing their own talent. And the way the roster is set up right now, I really doubt that there's anybody that they trade for. And if they're going to trade anybody away, it's probably Josh Rosen. Yeah, I think really that's the only – I don't think there's going to be like a big blockbuster trade happening with this team. I think if anything, it's Rosen for a mid to late round pick. Yeah. I think I'm still curious to see what happens with Jadavion Clowney because I think that 
that dude, I, he makes me so mad. Like, what is it? Why does he not want to play Miami? I really need to know. Like, dude, I don't know. Who has more of an upside? I don't know why he doesn't want to play in Miami. Last year when the trade was coming up, he said he didn't want to get traded to Miami. And this year we offered him like 17 mil and he's like, I'll take 20 to play in Miami. And then we're like, I will just go on a Shaq Lawson for 10 mil a year. Which is, so yeah, I don't I, know. He's not worth $20 million a year. I'll tell you that right no. now. And I, 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 with the players we signed and the money we've spent, I just don't see that. I It's not worth put, giving a bunch of money to Genevieve and Clowney. He's a huge playmaker, but have to get rid of somebody if we one of these big contracts if we try to get Jadavion Clowney for a few years. Yeah, I'm definitely not a not I'm definitely not a fan of Jadavion Clowney. Um, no. The other question I got on Twitter, um, probably my favorite question, uh, special mouse at Lord Asparagus said, "Will my dad ever come back from buying cigarettes?" Um, no, probably not. I don't think so. <laughs> 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 Cigarette prices are down right now, man. So if he hasn't come back yet, <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That's a good one, though. Thanks for that question. Uh, All yeah. right. Um, so... Hold on. So I think, I think there's a lot to, you know, cover here and... Um, I think that we'll probably come back and try to come up with some more content because it's definitely going to be interesting for the next few months, definitely because we don't really know what's going to happen with the season. So um, we'll try to keep the, the content pumping and fins up.